Ladies and gents, welcome to Prestigious Talks. This is episode one. It's going to be about introduction. My name is Milad. My name is Julian. And um, we're going to be talking about why we're starting this podcast first thing. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell them why we're starting this podcast, Julian? Okay, so this podcast is about the like-minded individuals, people with a sense of purpose, um, whether you're younger or a bit older, doesn't matter. Um, and you feel like you, you know, you're trying to pursue something, whether it's financially, mentally, mentally, physically, you know, just, um, you know, have that sense of purpose to you and, um, yeah, goal set and achieve and things like that. Um, yeah. over the, over the course of, you know, all these years we've sort of, well, me personally, I know that I've listened to a lot of podcasts in the past and all these other videos and I've accumulated a lot of things and I've put it into my own life and I've, I've noticed that's, you know, helped me a lot. Um, in terms of financially, um, physically, and mentally, um, and Milad, do you want to just to elaborate on that as well as Julian was saying that basically we're going to be sharing our experiences that we've had in life so far in our personal lives and business lives as well, just in uh, good faith of someone taking good out of it and using it in their life. So let's say if we've made mistakes in life, we're going to be sharing mm-hmm. about it. Okay, mm-hmm. so you guys can take something good out of it. If there's something that we've done that's been good for us, we're going to share that as well, and you guys might be able to use it in your life as mm-hmm. well. So, Julian, Yo. how old are you? So I'm going to be twen- 22 in about a week. And from yeah. what I know, yeah, in your life, you've tried a lot of things. Yeah? You've tried yeah, different yeah. works, different jobs, yeah, yeah. different businesses, and so now you run a business, multiple businesses at I'll the give moment. Him a, yeah, I'll give them a little bit of a rundown. Bit, so yeah. um, basically, started off at 16, 17 years old. Um Actually, yeah, about 17 years old. I've always bought and sold, you know, motorbikes. I've been sort of hustling at a young age, you know, these little Chinese, you know, those little Chinese cheap motorbikes? Oh, like yeah. Like those dirt bikes? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I used to just buy them all the time and, and flip them and make money like that. And then it turned into cars before I even had a license. I'm still currently now doing that just on the side. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, so I've, so after school, basically I tried tiling out and I did that for about a year. I did that with my cousin. He was really hard on me, which I, you know, I'm really grateful for. He's sort of, in a way, the reason why I have this mindset as well. Um, he taught me discipline and things like that. Um, but yeah, so then after that, long story short, that that didn't work out after a year. I just really wasn't enjoying it. It wasn't for me. So then I moved on to doing. What did I do next? I did um, cabinet making. I did that for a couple months, and that wasn't for me. Um, and then I tried a gym's franchise. Um, and that, that yeah, yeah. So it was What'd like, you do there? It was like pr- pressure cleaning. Yeah, so I used that. to do something like that, you know. It's like, um, I don't know, I was thinking of a cleaning business at the time. But anyway, um, that didn't work out. I wasn't enjoying it at all. So then what I did was I, was I sat back for a bit and I'm like, you know what? Like this is probably a month after I've stopped working. Like I'm still buying and selling cars and, and motorbikes and things like that on yeah. the side. But, you know, I'm thinking, fuck, what, what can I do? I want to run my own shit. I want to, you know, I just don't like working for someone. But I'm like, you know what? I need to come up with a plan. So my plan was basically, you know, I've, I've been buying and selling cars. I'm really into my cars. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get in the car industry. It's some Somehow I'm going to get in the car industry. And then, um, you know, it doesn't matter what I do. And then I'm going to eventually open up my own garage, have my own wrapping team, full like LMC, like not LMC, uh, eye candy motorsport, you know, then when they wrap oh, the cars yeah, yeah, and yeah. interior and things like that. Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, I'm going to get a team for all these different things and Anyway, I had this vision in my head. So what I did was um, I started off at Tinnaka. I, I moved to, to Tinnaka. Do you know Tinnaka in Frankston? 
Oh, I think we've been there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. yeah, anyway, um, you know, I was doing, I was working at Tinter Car and I was tinting cars for about a year. And I, at the time, I became really close with my boss Jazz. He's um a super super business minded guy and he's um really wealthy. Um, so over the course of a year, time goes by. I've accumulated this sort of wealth and I'm like at a point where now, this is when I was about twenty. Yeah. Yeah. About yeah, nineteen twenty, <clears throat> and I'm thinking to myself, okay, now I've got this money, I've I want to run my own shit. Um, now it's either I do a business, or or I buy a property. So then I was talking to Jazz, and I said, look, Jazz, I've accumulated accumulated this wealth. What should I? What do you What do you recommend I do? Do you recommend I buy a business? Yeah. And and just pursue my career and whatever I do, and you know get that business knowledge, or should I, you know, purchase a property? It's like it depends what you want to do. I said I want to be running my own things. I don't really want to be working for someone my whole life. And he's he basically turned around and said to me, "Look, you're fortunate enough to have a roof under your head at the moment. You know, you're living with your your grandpa or whoever at the time it was. Yeah, I still has, is my grandpa." Um, but it's just me and my grandpa and he's like yeah you're fortunate that's enough that's such to have a good a, bless, yeah. blessing to have like living with family some people don't like take advantage of, of that course. they're like oh I want to move out I want to take life tough on you mm. it's actually an advantage that you're living with your family you don't have bills to pay that's it yeah very and minimal if you're a smart enough person yeah what you're going to do you're literally just going to take that as an advantage and pursue in your life try different things just like that, that's, you don't have anything holding you back yeah, yeah so that's exactly what um, basically Jazz said to me um, he's got like different bottle shops and, and he's in the, the um, obviously he owns Tintacar and he's got a lot of properties and things yeah. like that. So yeah, he just basically said, yeah, you're fortunate enough to have a roof over your, over your head. You can afford to fuck up now. Definitely. I'll, if, cause when you, when you get a property um, and you want to run your own shit, eventually it's like, in a way it's like, you're going to have debt over your head and you're going to always have to pay back something. So it's like sort of you have that bit of stress on you. So if you, you know, run a business and it fucks up, you still got that bill to pay for that mortgage oh, yeah, and things 100%. like that. So I sort of chose to do and the business. You know what first. that does as well, yeah. bro? Like literally, if you've got a debt on you, what, what are you going to do? You're just going to be so focused on that. Mm. You you would want to be paying that debt first instead of paying yourself, you know? Of course, yeah. In yeah. order to get somewhere, you got to pay yourself first. Exactly. And, and business, bro, at the start, it's always hard, you know, no matter what you do. Of course. Um, anyway, but yeah. So then basically at that point, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I've also fucked off a lot of my old friends. Um, that was going back to when I was like 19. So yeah, I was about 19, 20. So when I started yeah, at Tinker Car, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you fuck off your old friends and that aren't leading you into the right path. Anyway, that's for another episode. But um, yeah, so that happened. And then I, I, I sort of, you know, I was close with, um, I am close with my cousin and we sort of thought, fuck. What can we do? We want to do a business together. What are we going to do? So we went and we met one of his mates who owns like five or six different cafes. And he's he's pretty successful in what he does. Yeah. And basically we thought, fuck, we don't even know how to use a machine, a coffee machine. Um, so then we sort of were thinking about that. Then we went and looked at some fucking like Thai massage places and then like a Thai restaurant. Love that thing you wanted Bro, to get a massage or something. Retarded. You were no, not looking stupid. for the business. <laughs> but, uh, it was like... Fuck, because a lot of these places already came with workers and things like that, but we it was too reliant to do like a restaurant, you know, or something stupid. Anyway, I mean, then we're like, fuck it, let's just stick to a cafe, an easy grab-and-go cafe. So me and my cousin found this place. We went to the broker. We had a meeting at the, this coffee coffee joint, um, and we purchased it. Um, and basically, yeah, so we we bought this coffee place. Um, at a coffee joint. Yeah, so we bought, well, which is now still my current cafe. But um, yeah, it's an easy grab-and-go operation. But at the time, obviously, we didn't have any experience being a barista or anything like that. So it did come with the barista. About a week goes by and uh, the barista didn't show up. 
And we're like, fuck. So we closed up and we went down the road to a different cafe and we're thinking, fuck, we can't close. We can't completely rely on one guy. This is fucked. You know, so what are we going to do? So, <laughs> so we actually... You said uh, relying on someone, yeah? Yeah, yeah so... That's another, that's another thing mm. for a big episode that we're going to be talking about, not relying on anyone. Of course, of course. So then, yeah, we're too reliant on this guy and then we thought to ourselves, fuck this, we cannot close. We, we own this business. We can't rely on anyone but ourselves. So what we did was we opened up... Um, and so we're having this coffee down the road at a different cafe while we're closed and we're like, no, nah, fuck it. We opened up YouTube and we, how to make a coffee, literally, that's what we did. Um, and then we just basically went there, we well, opened up and fucking sent it. Did YouTube give you a certificate for becoming a barista <laughs> or no? <laughs> nah, I don't know. We probably <laughs> fucked up everyone's coffee, but uh, here I am two years later. Now I'm Best oh, barista in Melbourne. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Best barista <laughs> in Melbourne. Yeah. No, nah, it's all, all for the business purpose anyway. Um, yeah. Two years later, I've built up the business and now I'm currently selling it. Um, and then I'm going to pursue other things I've got uh, planned. But yeah, that's where I'm at currently at the moment. Um, and what about yourself, Milad? You know my story much. You know, I mean, you know most of it. Mm-hmm. So basically, as you know, I migrated to Australia in 2015 with um, not much in hand. <laughs> Dad was here already for a while. Mm-hmm. He was making a living for us that brought us here, which we're fortunate enough for that he brought us to Australia. Mm-hmm. I'm always grateful for that. And um, coming here, not having a good English knowledge and not don't know how to speak English properly, like at all, just uh, lost, you know, <laughs> like, fuck it, I'm better now, bro. But like then, back then, I was lost, like when someone's talking to me, and like, let's say if you came talk to me about eight, eight, nine years ago, I would just be like, fuck, is this guy talking to me? I'm like, far out, all right, man, I need to learn. So I came here, I'm like, look, first thing I need to learn is how to speak. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, Speaking to someone is very important, yeah. Obviously, because you're in a, yeah, you're in a country yeah, where exactly, fucking everyone's speaking exactly. English. Exactly, that's that's yeah. the thing. So I'm like, if I want to communicate and get somewhere, I need to speak. I need to learn English and I need to start speaking it properly. So went to language school. Went to language school for about six months, um, six months or nine months, something like that. Start learning English. Started getting better. Then I start. I was like, look, it's like it'd probably be better. If I just worked in an environment that everyone speaks English, because that language school, you know what it was literally like, there was a lot of Afghans that used to speak in our own language. So if you're speaking English like with others or with your teachers, that's not enough, man. Like, mm. It's like who you hang around with. Like if my mates are gonna, not going to talk English, my English Obviously, is not going to improve yeah, as well, yeah. you know? Mm. So it's like, I've got to be in an environment that everyone's speaking English. So that's why I was like, all right, I need to get a job. So... Just put yourself in the deep end. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I know I can't speak English properly. Like, I'm telling you, bro. I'll tell you in a second, yeah? Interview I go in, does not make sense. Like, I remember it was a, it was a girl that was interviewing me. back. I had a cousin at KFC that she was working KFC, and she tells me, it's like, apply KFC. Like, yeah, cool. Give KFC a try. First interview, not accepted. Second interview, not accepted as well. I'm like, fuck, what's going on? Third interview, I'll get this guy, bit of nerdy guy and everything. Good fella. And um, next day is like you hide, and I'm like, far out. How lucky, how lucky I am because I couldn't. Do-. But the thing is, first interview, second interview, I couldn't go and understand what they were saying. Yeah, but the third one, I was like, I need to learn. I had to listen and everything. What they're going to ask for, prepare for it. I'm like, fuck, you know, like as if I'm going for a million dollar project or yeah. a couple of million dollar project here. Yeah, I'm literally preparing that much, you know. Yeah. So basically, go in, I get the job. I'm telling you, first of all, they were giving me less shifts and everything. And then another thing is as well, like when I started working there, I had a manager, good guy. I couldn't understand him. 
He was he was full Australian. I couldn't understand him at all. Like my English was at least better. Like I could pick it and everything, understand that much. But the way he used to speak, like, "Hey, how you going, mate?" I'm like, "Fuck, what's this guy talking about?" <laughs> like over time, I don't even know how. To, I I didn't even realize it that I yeah. could start picking it, and I start like picking out the accent and everything as well, getting so mm. much more better. That's what I mean. Like in life, as long as you practice and you put yourself in the environment, you start learning as well and you start picking things as well. Like whoever you hang around with, that's what you're going to become. Yeah. yeah? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I picked up the language from there. Moving on from there, at school, I started year nine from here. So when I started year nine from here, then um, up to year 12, I was a pretty good student. Actually, year nine, year 10, after that, I was just in like school. Like, I. Like school is good for it just depends what your purpose is in mm-hmm. life yeah so for me my purpose wasn't for school to go uni and everything of course so at one point i wanted to go uni then i was like i see these people that's going to uni like mm-hmm. they're not where, where i want to be and i was like i've got to do something different so i was in year 12 mm-hmm. i was like we're going to start a lashes business because my mum's in beauty industry okay, yeah? yeah as you know and um i was like to my mom like Bro, I'm telling you, I had this whiteboard. I wrote everything down, planned everything out. Because the thing is, if you want to do something, you've got to plan it out. How are you going to do it? Mm. Like, break it from start to finish off it. Like, everything. How are you getting it? What samples? What manufacturer? Everything. Start, like, to finish. So, start planning it out. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to China. Because we, we were getting samples and it was pretty good. Then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to China. I'm going to meet with these people that our, is our supplier. I'm going to get a good pricing from them and we're going to do our own packaging and everything. So that's what I did. I went down there. I chose a couple of lashes. So it's my mum's like, yep, they're good. Cool. Packaging, design, cool. Shakila lashes. Mm-hmm. Came back and the lashes, massive, a lot of it came after me. So the website, had someone designed the website, built the website up and everything. Take photos and everything, try it on and everything. Just like trying to get photos for the website got that done we had the website up and running honestly for the first six months it was doing really great mm-hmm. it was doing really great like getting sales in every day and everything good sales coming in then at one point i'm like beauty business i don't know i just didn't i don't know i just couldn't i Do just couldn't no i just was <laughs> like fuck bro like beauty industry of course like it's something i could make work if i had a if I had a missus that, like, let's say yeah. it's in beauty and everything, I could do it. I was like, no, nah, I can't. So I got, out of, I got out of that. I was still working KFC then. Then um, I got into construction because my dad is a tiler. So he was doing tiling and I'm like, I see, I see and I hear people like getting contracts and everything that other, people's work, that other people are working for them and everything. They're making good money. And I'm like, from there, I'm like, I can do it. I go, I get leads start going online getting leads and everything for tiling looking at jobs and everything at start, start getting jobs at the start did you know how to fuck the tile or no or i didn't nothing. know i didn't know shit so you just what my so dad knew though my dad okay. knew of course yeah, my yeah. dad knew because so i just stick with my dad like i used to speak my dad my dad can't speak english that well i mean he can understand well but he can't speak too well so it's like i'll go with him learn and everything so First month that we was doing contracts, we were getting jobs in and everything. I was still working KFC. My dad's doing work and he had a couple of his mates helping him around and everything. And over time, I noticed something. I'm like, I'm working for myself right now. I've others working for me. Why don't I make a KFC in three months? Here, I'm making it in like two weeks, something like that. I'm like, why don't I just do this full time? Then I had my mum telling me, oh, no, you need to go uni, do something else. Don't get yourself into this. 
no, I'm going to do it. I end up doing it, yeah? Start getting more contracts in here, start getting more working, like others working for us, like doing a lot of tiling, waterproofing works, yeah? Over time, time goes by, I start learning more, meeting new people and everything as well. We got into renovations. We started doing bathroom renos, kitchen renos, house renos, we've done house renos and everything, and extensions and everything, landscaping. So, I'm like, nah, building industry is for me at the moment. So, getting good clients in, building good relationship with my clients, because at the end day about me is I connect with people and I understand what my client wants because I listen to them. If you don't listen to your client, you're not going to understand them and most likely you're not going to win the project as well. In order, if I don't understand you, would you like me? Obviously not. Exactly, yeah. That's how it is. In business, in any business, like if you understand your client, bro, they're happy and you're winning the project. So we started winning good projects like first year, revenue, second year, it doubled. Fuck, I'm telling you, bro. Like third year, like this was the third year, or second two and a half years or third year it was that I was doing this business. Like we were looking at like multi-million dollar revenue here and I'm like, fucking amazing. Like, and I'm, I'm literally telling you, bro, like we're looking at the moment, even for this year forecasting and the projects we've got on hand, it's already multi-million dollar projects that we have like all up together, mm. which is fucking good margins for us and everything as well. So, and that's why, because I've, I do my own like, renovations and flipping as well and like um, got properties that I'm doing planning on and everything and doing development or I'm going to sell it that's what we do as well that's another thing and that's why I got you into Renault's <laughs> <laughs> that, that fucking that house in St Kilda like bro Fuck, that was man, that, that was, was nice. a good pocket that was a hunk of shit but you look at it and you think fuck gold mine gold so, mine it was bro so basically yeah so basically we went this is a couple of weeks ago we went um, I wanted to get into the property game he's a build, like, builder basically and like he obviously has all the connections for that so mm. we went to go find some property and we found a piece of shit in uh, St Kilda <laughs> but what? the house the house a couple doors down sold for about 1.4 1.4 and how much was this? Oh, we had a budget of 850 but how much was it listed for? 800 to 840 bro mm. cheap that's cheap. for a house in St Kilda that's very good price very good pocket but why didn't we get it, it? exceeded the budget because we needed yeah. obviously it needed a massive reno and why um, why didn't why did it exceed the budget why couldn't we go up because you can't think with emotions you know you have to fucking yeah it depends if you want to live in it i'm sure if we you know bought it over budget and we fucking had it for over a year but that a wasn't year a, and a half two yeah, years that, yeah. that wasn't a plan though the yeah. plan was you know that's that's why bro in business you can't think with emotions you got to think commercially yeah mm. so we were going to do a business there we were, not, we were not buying it just be like go do it bro we're going to fucking all leave it there you know we we're mm. doing commercially so when you're doing business you got to think commercially like this is my plan is this going to work with my plan is this going to work with my like what i have got in hand yeah that's how you do it. Like it was only over budget by twenty eight thousand, yeah. But still, but still, that's that's, that's an that's amount. That's twenty eight grand. That's twenty eight grand. That can come into our pocket, so exactly. So that's why we didn't get it. But like we're still on a hunt mm. of like different properties that we're still looking at, like um, which we're going to, which we will do it a hundred percent. Very confident about Near that. Near future, exactly. Sure. And all right, back from there. So <laughs> after doing uh, being in the renovation tiling game, so I ended up getting my license. Ended up getting my builder's license. At age of 23 as well, as um, and um, just getting my insurance and everything sorted. So, we, but as I said, so this is the thing, man. Like in life, if you want to get somewhere, you just got to keep going as well, and you got to give what it takes. You got to give what it takes. Sometimes you, know? you got to throw yourself in the deep end. For example, we both have different 
situations where we had to throw ourselves in the deep end. Yeah. And, you know, sort of fucking just, just see what happens, you know, put your exactly. trust in yourself exactly. and, and fucking... And, bro, like, I've had very bad experiences before as well, like, I would say, yeah? We're doing, we're, we're, of course, bro, in a business, like, there's up and downs. Man, I didn't, and I didn't fucking... Pay, I, didn't, I did not take a cent for about 10 months. You know that? Because obviously we, we bought this business cheap um, and it wasn't making really any money. Over, obviously over now, over the past two years, we've fucking quadrupled it. Mm. Um, but now, like I was saying at the start, man, the first 10 months, I've only had it for two years. Yeah. The first 10 months of it was fucked. No money, no money in the yeah, pocket. I remember you telling me that. But man, this, that is the moment where you get the most fucking hungry, bro. I'm telling you, this is the... Like when you, for example, yeah, before you started getting these leads and stuff, when you were a bit like, oh, fuck, you're overwhelmed and th- things like oh, that. You're just like... Right. Man, I was telling you, I was printing out these cards. I was going on Canva. I was doing fucking all sorts of shit. Going fucking different businesses, walking down the road, trying to make connections. Bro, it's a fucking whole different sort of... You start to meet like a new self. Like, how how would you say it? Like, a a new side to you comes out that you wouldn't usually see. That new side of you, bro, is just like... See, it's just what that new side took. Like, bro, you have to go through shit to get to that new side to become... The 2.9, as you always say, yeah, yeah. yeah. The best version of yourself possible. That's exactly. what this podcast is basically Exactly. About. So that's the thing. And of course, but we had a lot of up and down in the business. Like literally last year, fucking we had massive losses as well, but I learned a lot of big lessons out of it too. Of course, right? you, like, you, you that's lose. not going to happen again. Mm. Like in business, especially like inflation and everything going up, a lot of people going bankrupt and everything as well. Clients that we did work for and everything, which didn't work out really well for us. But like, at the end of the day, like... Now we know we've learned lesson out of that. That's not going to happen to us most likely, not anymore, because mm. we fucking becomes. Because the thing is, bro, like in life, when you get a failure, something hits you. All right, don't fucking blame yourself. Oh, I fucked up. No, you take that as a lesson. You know, you mm. think positive. Like think the positive side of it. Usually take that fuel. as a lesson. Mm. Yeah, fuel yourself. Like make sure that doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that's where we are with with our business and everything as well and uh, we st- we were talking about starting this podcast for a long time me and you and uh, we are talking about we actually still got a business together running prestigious HCL yeah asking if I can say sorry yes, and um, our next giveaway is going to be dropping soon as well for the prestigious HCL so mm-hmm. you guys know it's been a yeah, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. Like again, with at the start too. of a business, you always come across these sort of things, and uh, been a bit unfortunate at the start. But we're you know getting back up there, and uh, we thought we'd start a podcast at the same time because even when we went to fucking Dubai, oh, you know, man. for a bit of a holiday, um, we've we had these mad conversations, and you know, about like personal development and like personal growth and things like that. And we've from there we wanted to start a podcast. Now it's been fucking over a year, and we're finally here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like it was the first thing it was it was the business, bro. Like we wanted to do a business together. The amount of business ideas we had, but then at the end we're just like, nah, we're gonna do prestige ACL. Let's yeah. go. Mm-hmm. But, bro, how many times we got hit with prestige ACL? How many times? What do you mean by that? Like, bro, into like fucking we, we every time we're going up, we're fucking getting. That's hurt. what I mean. It's a roller coaster, bro. It's fucking, bro, it was bad. Like, everything was, that could have gone wrong at the start has gone wrong. But what time were we working with till? Bro, it was fucked. Like Bear in mind, hours, Bear in mind, I still got a cafe. I wake up at fucking 5 a.m. Here, I finish up at 3, get home around 4, 4.30. And then just, it was just from there. Sometimes I would have to meet this guy at the beach. <laughs> I've, we met, I've met him at a beach to take videos straight after work. And it was freezing fucking cold. Of course. Yeah. yeah. 
It was freezing. That was yeah. And then what? What time did we get back? Late, man. It was like ten o'clock or something. Brother, you had a jacket. I didn't, but I had a jacket. <laughs> I, I'm telling you that, bro. Remember that night with Ethan? We're going back to the camp. More, I could not feel my hair. Yeah, not bad. But anyways, yeah. You give what it takes, bro. You exactly. give what it takes. You know, you develop yourself as a person too, going through these challenges. Exactly. But so, um, yeah. yeah, this is the kind of stories we're going to be sharing with you guys as well, and we will be having guests coming as well yeah that's going to be like when we talk about <clears throat> guests that people that are made something in their life and they are just on the right path of making something out of their life at the moment at, at a young age you know so we do know um some people and they're going to be jumping on here hopefully in the near future and basically they're just going to sort of sort of share their stories um and yeah you know these, these people always kicking goals and doing things for themselves and and yeah they're just really how to that's achieve it. goals and things like that so um yeah that's a little bit about us and and what this podcast is going to be about in conclusion it's going to basically be to try and motivate you to become the best per- possible uh, the best possible versions of, of yourself which is what we try and strive to do every single day so this is prestigious talks episode one the intro stay tuned for the next one ciao